everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the Equip for Change edition. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes to equip people to embrace and manage change. On our twice weekly 30-minute podcast, we give you tips, strategies, and actionable items to help you change your mindset and master your success. Without further ado, I want to get into today's episode, which is entitled Canceling Conformity Culture. What do I mean by that? We have been in this hypersensitive, hyper-politicized atmosphere of late where people have been afraid of being quote-unquote canceled. Meaning if they say something wrong or if they do something wrong or if they think that people are hypersensitive, then because of Twitter and social media and everything, they feel like there's going to be this backlash and they will be quote unquote canceled. Namely, they'll lose their jobs, their businesses will be tanked, they'll um, have negative repercussions on, on their livelihood, they may have threats issued against them all because they said something or did something that other people thought was offensive. Well, I don't think that when applied properly, if someone says something that is outright racist or misogynistic or discriminatory or hate-filled speech, I don't think that those things should be swept under the rug. I don't think those things should be dismissed. I think they should be addressed in the proper context. But what I want to talk about today is about canceling conformity culture. And by conformity culture, I mean this notion that everybody needs to be the same. This notion that unless you diminish who you are and you discard your individuality and you dismiss your gifts and that you change your voice or change your appearance or change something, anything uniquely unique about you in order to fit in, is the way to go. And and the reason I'm talking about this is when you talk about change, when you talk about being equipped to see things differently and think think about things differently and act differently and be differently, we have to accept that people are different. We have to accept that what we are created to be is individual. So where did this whole notion come from that we have to be exactly the same in order to fit in? Well, one, it comes from our minds believing that things that are similar to us are more comfortable, are more safe. And if you think about it, people gravitate towards the similar. They gravitate towards things that they feel comfortable with. They gravitate towards things that they can connect with which is the reason why if you go into a room or into a meeting, the first thing you do is you scan the room to find anybody that looks remotely close to you. If you're walking into a a meeting and, and it's your first time, you look around to see, for me, are there any other black people? Are there any other women? Are there any other black women? We look for people who look like us because we want to feel comfortable. We want to feel as if we belong. We want to find some connection. Our minds work the same way when, we are, when we're gathering in new information and trying to learn something new. We can't just put new things in to our brains that have no connection to anything else. 
our brains construct new meaning and new knowledge based on connecting it to something that's remotely similar. So yes, we are hardwired to find commonalities. We are hardwired to find connections. But connections and, and similarities is different from conformity. Conformity is when you have people of color or women or people from different cultures to change the way they speak or change the way they dress or change the way they look in order to assimilate into a culture, into an environment, into a group that you've set up. And so when we're thinking about everything that's going on in the world right now with the global pandemic and with societal issues around systemic racism and discrimination and with minority populations that are quickly becoming a majority in their numbers, there's this widespread fear that they're not like us. They're going to, they're going to overrun us. We are going to lose our power. We are going to lose our position. We are going to lose who we are. So the best thing is not to welcome and embrace people who are different from us. Well, rather it is, if you are not exactly like us, then you don't belong. That is conformity culture. And when you're looking at organizations, when you are thinking about groups that you belong to, when you are thinking about your workplace and your teams, you have to really think about this from a standpoint of, am I missing out on the best parts of who people are and what they bring to the table because I want others to conform to be just like me? Am I missing out on the wonderful nuances of human existence because I want other people to be just like me? Am I missing out on the opportunity to learn something new and experience something greater because I want others to be just like me? A culture that tries to get others to conform, a culture that tries to get others to dismiss and diminish, diminish the individuality that makes them unique, a culture that stamps out anything that is not like it is not a culture that is worth saving. It's not a culture that is going to be at its best. It's not a culture that is going to be enriched by many different voices. And if you're, and if you're listening to this today, what I want you to really take away from this is, is this. Think about it from this perspective. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of and why are you so resistant to having other people who speak differently than you, who think differently from you, who look differently than you do, who have different uh, um, traditions and who practice different religions? Why are you so afraid of what's different? That's what you need to find out. That's what you need to think about. Why are you so afraid of different? Because when you think about what's different, differences are what expand our mind. Differences is what gets us to thinking about things in, a in, a, in an expanded, in a new way. Differences is, what's, is what enhances what we don't already know. How many times have you been resistant to trying something new because 
you were used to doing the same thing all the time. But when you finally decided to try a different spin, when you finally got a new haircut, when you finally tried a new outfit, when you try, finally tried a new food that you didn't think you'd like, you, were, you explored and you expanded your horizons. And we need to start doing the same thing with our culture. Today in the US with this politicized and highly, highly dysfunctional election system that's going on right now, we are more disjointed than ever because we are, we are being overrun by this notion that it's an us versus them. And so we can't be equipped for change if we're not ready to embrace that it's a we. We're not ready to be equipped for change if we can't cancel this cultural phenomenon that feels like everyone has to conform. We're not going to conform. We don't need to conform. You know why? Because we're all different. So what does this mean? How can you change this? How can you start thinking differently? How can you make some small steps to be able to move away from this comfort, from this norm of feeling like everyone has to be like you? First thing is talk to different types of people. There are billions of people on this planet. When you're on social media and on the internet, you can touch so many different people. You can find out about so many different cultures and communities and, and religions and, and, and norms and traditions. You can find out about so many different things so that you can educate yourself. What we don't understand, we tend to fear. What we don't understand, we tend to denigrate or dismiss. What we don't understand, we tend to try to push away and hide and find some way of, of, of making it not be so much of a threat. But if you educate yourself, if you are informed, if you move outside of your own bubble of comfort, if you expand your horizons to listening to different types of music, to talking about different, to talking to different people from different backgrounds, to really having a conversation with people to find out who they are. Start with your commonalities, yes. Start with ways to connect, yes. But educate yourself. Become more informed. Enlighten yourself. Because if you enlighten yourself, if you educate yourself, if you are informed about what this really means and try to understand it, then you will be less apt to fear it. And if you are less apt to fear it, then you will stop trying to have it conform to fit your narrow view of the world. This happens in community, in, 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 political parties, this happens in organizations, this happens in teams, this happens in every walk of life where you have groups of people who have to interact. But it doesn't have to be this way. So educate yourself, expand your thinking, expand your mind, have a dialogue and a conversation with people to, with the goal, not of convincing them that they need to be more like you, 
but with the goal of learning more about who they are and what they bring to the table and teaching them about who you are and what you bring to the table, an exchange of knowledge, an exchange of information. That's one. Number two, when you find yourself dealing with or encountering people who have different ways of speaking, who have different ways of doing things and different ways of thinking, don't automatically dismiss them as being wrong. Case in point, people tend to judge others based on their appearance. They also tend to judge others based on their accents, based on the way that they carry themselves, the, their mannerisms, their hair, whatever it is, their skin color. We form these judgments based on preconceived notions and, and, and the stories that we have told ourselves or been told all our lives about what that means and what that looks like. Case in point, if you grew up in the South, South Carolina, as I did, um, I don't have an accent though, um, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, any of those places where your accent, the way you speak is slightly different from say someone in New York or someone in Washington or DC. Because you have an accent, some people automatically think you're less intelligent. Just because you pronounce your words differently. If you are an immigrant or you are someone from a different culture where English is a second language, when, when people in the US hear you speak, they automatically assume certain things about you. And as a result, they want you to learn to speak like them. They want you to act more like them. They want you to diminish yourself to become more acceptable and more comfortable for them. Another example is when you meet someone who has a name that for you is difficult to pronounce because it is from a different culture or a different background. And instead of making the effort to learn how to pronounce someone's name properly, instead you shorten it, you give them a nickname. You change their name entirely to something that is more comfortable for you. That's all conformity. So when you see these things, when you notice these things, stop trying to make someone fit your image of what is right. Stop trying to make someone change the way they speak in order to fit your definition of what is smart or intelligent. Stop trying to get someone to change the pronunciation of their name, which is the fundamental thing that identifies us as who we are. Stop trying to get them to change that to fit your comfort level. Your comfort level is not what's most important. When we maintain a culture of conformity, it's because we're trying to get other people to be like us because we're too lazy or too afraid to venture out to help to be like someone else, to learn to operate in their shoes, to learn to see things from their perspective, to learn to, to pronounce words properly, to learn to identify and understand areas of their faith or their, or their culture or their background or their, their rituals or their traditions. Stop trying to make yourself most comfortable by making other people fit you. That's the, that's, that's the bottom line. 
And the reason I'm so so comp so so passionate about this is because I have been and have seen so many people who are minorities or of different cultures or different backgrounds have to learn to code switch, have to learn to change the where the way they behave, change the way they speak, change their mannerisms, change the way they interact, all of that in order to conform to a certain culture. And the certain culture isn't necessarily the best culture. The, the, the culture isn't necessarily the best way of doing it. It's not the best way of thinking. It's not the best way of operating. It's not the best way of, of being. It's just the way that people are comfortable with. It's just the way of the people who made the system, who created the system, who are in power. That's not what we want. That's not what's best for us. That keeps us stuck. So number one, educate yourself, expand your horizons. Number two, stop trying to get people to change to make you comfortable. And number three, I need you to interact with people, to listen to people, to consider people from a standpoint of them being closer to you in terms of being human. Not closer to you in terms of you wanting them to be just like you so that you don't fear them, but closer to you in terms of human characteristics, human needs, basic human desires. We all want to be safe. We all want to be happy. We all want to be successful. We all want to have safe places to live. We all want the best for our children and our family. We all want to be healthy. We all want to laugh. We all want to to earn enough money so that we don't have to worry about where our next meal is coming from. We all want to live in neighborhoods and in houses that look nice. There are so many things that we all want that are basic human desires. Start with that. And start seeing people for who they are, not who you want them to be, not what you're comfortable with being. And what does this look like in action? This looks like you welcoming someone from a different culture or a different background who has a name that may be difficult for you to pronounce. And instead of dismissing it, taking the time to say, I'm sorry, I'm having a difficult time pronouncing your name. Can you teach it to me because I really want to know? Not dismissing it and saying, I don't want to learn that, or it's too hard, or can I call you something short? No, take the time to pronounce their name. Because what you call people is, is so important to who they are, who their identity is. It means that when you are in a group and you are making decisions at a table, if you're making a decision about another or another group of people and there are no there's nobody from that representative group at the table, then you've got an issue. It, are those decisions really going to be what's best for the people you're talking about? What that means is instead of watering down 
dissenting opinions or differing opinions that other people have or, or dismissing other people's experiences, you listen and want to learn. What that means is if you are leading a group, don't always have the same voices speaking, but open it up for other people to speak. And this is not just about race. It's not just about gender or sexual orientation it is, or, or culture. It, it, it's also about age. Because so many times as people get older, they dismiss the voices of people who are younger because they figure you don't have enough experience. It's also about class. You feel like because you're the CEO, you can dismiss the, the opinions of the intern. No. Let's get rid of this culture of conformity. Let's get rid of this notion that everybody has to be the same in order for us to be accepted. There is no melting pot. When you melt things down, you turn up the heat so much that vital ingredients or aspects that make each individual ingredient distinctive are lost. And they all blend together. But toss salad, each individual ingredient maintains its distinctive taste, its distinctive flavor, its distinctive color. But when you eat them together, you, you appreciate every single nuance of the different flavors and they come together in a way that make the entire dish so much more better. Let's stop trying to be a melting pot. Let's get rid of that whole thing that everybody has to conform. Let's get rid of our standard idea of what things should be. Let's get rid of quote unquote normal. Because conformity culture says this is what's normal for us. Therefore, this is how you need to behave. This is what's normal for us. Therefore, this is how you need to speak. This is what's normal for us. Therefore, this is how you need to, to, to think. This is what's normal for us. So therefore, this is the system that we're going to use and the ways in which we're going to approach these issues because that's the way it's always been done. Just because it's always been done that way doesn't mean that that's the way it's supposed to be done. Just because that's the way you've always thought doesn't mean that's the way you're supposed to think. When you are equipping yourself to change, you need to shift your mindset to understand that circumstances and situations change and people that you're dealing with change and the issues that you're addressing change and the problems you're solving change and the solutions you're trying to design change and the people that you're speaking to change. And therefore, because everything else around you changes, then you need to change. You need additional insight from people with different backgrounds. You need different insights from people with different perspectives. You need different insights from people who speak different languages. You need different insights from people with different history. You need different insights from people who have different experiences from you every single day. You need all of these things in order to become better and more well-rounded and more effective and more successful. Stop wanting people to conform and calling it culture. Stop saying that, the, that you'll accept people into your fold, into your group, if they become more like you. Stop 
dismissing and diminishing and denigrating people because they're different. Let's embrace our individuality. Let's embrace the fact that we are not all the same, but we have some common intersectionalities. Let's stop making it all about us and trying to make others conform. Be open. Be open. Cancel conformity culture. Let's stop trying to fit everybody into that one square box. Let's stop trying to make everybody fit that one model. Let's allow people to be themselves. Let's create organizations and teams and communities where people can be who they are and be accepted for it. You don't have to agree. You don't have to think that, it's, that, that this is the way it should be. You don't have to subscribe to it. You don't have to change who you are to match it or mirror it. But you should respect it. You should welcome it. Let's stop this, this culture of conformity where we want everybody to be like us, where we're aspiring to be like some model that we've created in our minds. Instead, let's be uniquely individual. Let's look at our gifts and our talents and our abilities and, and highlight those. Let's celebrate our differences and our distinctions because they add flavor. Put your own spin on things. Make, put your own stamp on it. Show up unapologetically as who you are. And if you are in an environment, if you're in a workplace or on a team or within an organization or you have a job, whatever it is, if you are in some place where you never feel like you fit in, because they're all trying to get you to conform, don't give in. Don't code switch. Don't speak differently. Don't try to make yourself less threatening because you're not a threat. They're just fearful. Don't allow them to shorten your name because they don't want to take the time and make the effort to learn how to pronounce it properly. Don't stand down and, and, and diminish your feelings or, or, or quiet your voice because you know other people won't accept it. The only way that we cancel conformity culture is if we stop conforming. The only way in which we get people to understand that it's not about creating a melting pot where everybody is exactly the same is to start being unapologetically different. No one can accept you if you hide who you are. No one can accept you and celebrate you if you diminish who you are to make yourself fit their notions of who they think you should be. Cancel conformity culture by being an individual. Cancel conformity culture by refusing to be anything less than who you are. Cancel conformity culture by just being you. Don't fit in, stand out. It is possible to be one of the many while remaining individually 
you. Let's work together to cancel conformity culture by giving voice to the voiceless, by celebrating those who are different, and by educating ourselves to embrace what we don't know, what we don't understand, and being, being willing to, under, to, to welcome and learn about someone and something new. I hope this has been helpful for you. Please reach out to me. My website is carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. This has been Mindset to Mastery, the Equip for Change edition. And I talked today about canceling the conformity culture. I hope that you have taken away some nuggets that you can begin to implement. Please reach out to me so that I can work with you and your organizations on how to change the culture within your organization in order to get the best from the people that you have and to develop and create an environment that is conducive to and that will equip people to embrace and manage the change that is around them so that they can become the best versions of themselves. Please reach out to me, my website, karsgroup.com. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Bye-bye.